Chapter 17 of Eastern Stories and Legends by Marie Louise Shedlock. This Levervox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Max Holloway. Chapter 17 Grandmother's Golden Dish. Long ago, the Buddhistat was a dealer in tin and brassware named Serva. In the country of that name, this Serva, together with another dealer in tin and brassware, who was an avaricious man, crossed the river Telavaha and entered the town called Andapura. And dividing the streets of the city between them, the Buddhistat went round selling his goods in the street allotted to him, while the other took the street that fell to him. Now in that city there was a wealthy family reduced to abject poverty. All the sons and brothers in the family had died, and all its property had been lost. Only one girl and her grandmother were left, and those two gained their living by serving others for hire. There was indeed in the house the vessel of gold out of which the head of the house used to eat in the days of its prosperity. But it was covered with dirt and had long lain neglected and unused among the pots and pans, and they did not even know that it was of gold. At that time the avaricious hawker, as he was going along calling out, Buy my water pots! Buy my water pots! came to the door of their house. When the girl saw him, she said to her grandmother, Mother, do buy me an ornament. But we are poor, dear. What shall we give in exchange for it? This dish of ours is no use to us. You can give that away and get one. The old woman called the hawker, and after asking him to take a seat, gave him the dish and said, Will you take this, sir, and give something to your little sister for it? The hawker took the dish and thought, This must be gold. And turning it round, he scratched a line on its back with a needle, and found that it was so. Then, hoping to get the dish without giving them anything, he said, What is this worth? It is not even worth a half penny. And throwing it on the ground, he got up from his seat and went away. Now it was allowed to either hawker to enter the street which the other had left. And the Buddhistat came into that street, and calling out, Buy my water pots, came up to the door of that very house. And the girl spoke to her grandmother as before. But the grandmother said, My child, the dealer who came just now threw the dish on the floor and went away. What have I now got to give in exchange? That merchant, mother dear, was a surly man. But this one looks pleasant and has a kind voice. Perchance he may take it. Call him then, she said. So she called him, and when he had come in and sat down, they gave him the dish. He saw that it was gold and said, Mother, this dish is worth a hundred thousand. All the goods in my possession are not equal to it in value. But sir, a hawker who came just now threw it on the ground and went away saying it was not worth a half penny. It must have been changed into gold by the power of your virtue. So we make you a present of it. The Buddhistat gave them all the cash he had in hand, five hundred pieces. 
and all his stock in trade worth 500 more. He asked of them only to let him keep eight pennies and the bag and the yoke he used to carry his things with. And these he took and departed. And going quickly to the riverside, he gave those eight pennies to a boatman and got into the boat. But the conventus hawker came back to the house and said, Bring out that dish, I'll give you something for it. Then she scolded him and said, You said our gold dish worth a hundred thousand was not worth a half penny. But a just dealer who seems to be your master gave us a thousand for it and has taken it away. When he heard this, he called out, Through this fellow I have lost a golden pot worth, oh, worth a hundred thousand. He has ruined me altogether. And bitter sorrow overcame him, and he was unable to retain his presence of mind. And he lost all self-command, and scattered the money he had and all the goods at the door of the house. He seized as a club the yoke by which he had carried them, and tore off his clothes, and pursued after the Buddha stat. When he reached the riverside, he saw the Buddha stat going away, and he cried out, Hallo, boatman! Hallo, boatman! Stop the boat! But the Buddha stat said, Don't stop, and so prevented that. And as the other gazed and gazed at the departing Buddha stat, he was torn with violent grief. His heart grew hot, and blood flowed from his mouth until his heart broke, like tank mud in the heat of the sun. Thus, harboring hatred against the Buddha stat, he brought about on that very spot his own destruction. This was the first time that Devadatta harbored hatred against the Buddha stat. But the Buddha stat gave gifts and did other good acts and passed away according to his deeds. End of chapter 17. Recording by Max Holloway.